Welcome into the State Champs Face-Off Podcast. My name is Sean Belegian, kindly joined as always by the head man at Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Coach Greg Durham. Uh, Coach, always a pleasure to be with you. How are you, bud? Good, man. Good week. It's going to be a hot one, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know what? I want to get to that right away because I know you had a game last night and a guy that knows a little something not only about the weather, but about your team as well, is going to join us right off the bat. Right. He is the head man at Okemos, and they had a game against Orchard Lake St. Mary's tonight. And let's put it this way. It wasn't exactly ideal playing conditions for the players, but I'll let you two coaches talk about it as Mike Van Antwerp kindly joins us on the State Champs Face-Off podcast. And first of all, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Great to be here. Yeah, let's start with that. How did the boys hold up last night? It 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 snuck up on us this year. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And you, you hear about you know, make sure that you stay uh, you know uh, liquefied and all that. Keep the fluids going. But how did the boys hold up in these conditions? Well, you know, I think we did. We had our one day of spring, right? We went from cold <laughs> and then to hot, and uh, so I think they're still adjusting. You know, with without having water bottles and stuff that, you know, you're carrying as a team. Like we've got some parents who bring a big uh, uh, thing full of individual bottles and everything, but um, you know, it's tough for them on hot days to, to find enough to, to drink and stuff when you, when you've got quick timeouts and everything like that. Yeah. You know, one of the things I like, we haven't played in hot weather at all. That's the one thing that, you know, I think the nicest day this year for us was when we played um, Rockford, like our first game. It was like maybe 70 degrees, and here all of a sudden now we're playing in 80, 90-degree weather, and the last time was the first night that we did that. Um, I know our, our uh, trainer brought out an extra thing of water if you guys needed it. You could refill your own stuff with it. But it was it was hot, and I could tell some of the kids, they were a little bit flushed. We made sure we kept an eye on them last night. Um I know Kelly, who our trainer is, she had extra bags of ice if kids got overheated. She had cold towels. It was, it, it was, it was, we're back in summer. I mean, it's great. Right. You know, but, yep. But, you know, Mike, I, I always like to ask when we have uh, a guest on the show and we appreciate you coming on the show, how do you even describe the events of the past year and, and, and you know, how hard the kids worked to be in the position where they could take the field last night. Uh, what was this past year like for you guys up at Okemos? You know, it was. It seemed like we never knew what was coming next. Um, you know, always just so much uncertainty. So you'd prep for one thing and then maybe get flipped around and, and uh, things changed. And so just so many up and downs. The resilience of the kids, I, I, I think, is amazing because – trying to think about it from their perspective, I think they just never knew what was coming next. Um, we had a two week pause right after spring break that our, our school district uh, had us in. And that was that was really hard for the kids and for all of us, right? You know, just to lose that time. Um, and even thing like this, Mike, I mean, you know, last night we, we rescheduled the game to last night because Mike had to make up league games on that Saturday that we were originally supposed to play, and we were supposed to play at Okemos. He's like, hey, I can't host. Can you host on is the 20th available? And I'm like, yeah, let's do I can host it. Let's do it. And so he didn't have a J, his JV team 
um, wasn't able to play. So I had uh, CC's JVB team come and help out. You know, they played my JV. That was their last game of the season. It was our normal last game of the season. But, you know, like I said, everybody, there's so much uncertainty, like Mike said. You know, it's always constantly changing your schedule. And that's just one of the things we had to do. Hey, Coach, yeah. how can you describe the, the growth of, of this great game in the state? You know, so often, look, we're in southeast Michigan, so I've seen it up close and personal in my community. I live in Northville. You know how how well it's booming over on the west side. How about the capital areas? Is this something that's catching on? Is it been gradual? How would you describe it? Yeah, it kind of ebbs and flows up here. Um, so I've been up here, I think I'm. it's about 18 years. Wow. And um, – you know, we, we've we've had years with a with a ton of kids playing. Um, Okemos used to have fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade full of two teams each. We now have one team each at, at those levels. Um, this year, four of the eight area teams didn't have a JV team, so this is a real low year for for numbers. And so it's kind of ebbing and flowing, and and hopefully we can get it back up where we get more and more kids playing. How's your team doing this year? What was your perspective about, about where they're at? Obviously, you guys had a game last night, but how do you guys look going into the tournament? You know, we feel pretty good. Uh, what we lost this year because of, of losing those couple of weeks, we lost some out-of-conference games that we usually play throughout our league schedule, and those keep us a little bit sharper than I think we we were. Um so our, our league, I think, overall is down this year. So we had we played um, seven league games in a row, capped off with playing Hazlitt, who's a great team this year, in our league championship, and and that was just last week. So um, we we just didn't get tested as much as I like us to, and you know. So then we this week with Rockford and St. Mary's was a great chance for us to play some great teams to prep us a little bit more for going into the tournament. It's interesting to hear you say that because not too far away from where you guys are playing, there's a guy named Tom Izzo that firmly believes in the battle-tested. You know, hey, who do you want us to play? Let's play him. Sounds to me like that's your mantra with your team. Oh, man, I love it. Before spring break, you know, uh, this year we had EGR. We were supposed to play Country Day and Forest Hills Central. And Country Day ended up not being able to play, so we got South Lion in there. And so from my perspective, like we lost a, a, a solid game to EGR, who's an excellent team. Uh, we had a good win against South Lion, who's a solid program. And then we got our butts kicked by Forest Hill Central. And as much as I you know, want to win everything, it was, it was really good for our kids to see what do we need to get better at and, and where, where do we stand. And that was, I think for me as a coach, was the hardest thing about coming off a of spring break with a pause for two weeks. Because you just get a chance to look at your team. You get a chance to then work on some of those uh, tinkerings and stuff. And so we went almost, it was almost 30 days between games. And, and that was tough. All right, mutual admiration here. Uh, Coach Durham, I'm going to start with you. What did you like about Okemos team? Obviously, you guys are both going to say, well, coach teams. But <laughs> right. what did you like about Okemos team? Well, you know, one thing about, like, I've been playing Mike for years. And it's one of the guys I look forward to scheduling a game with. We... We, we, we get along great. We always try to maybe go out for a beer if we can. We couldn't do it because he had to take the bus last night. Um, and my, one of my assistants is a good friend of his too, Brian Rice. So it's really kind of like a really good camaraderie. Um, but the thing that, what I love about Okemos is they, they just grind. Like, 
you know, we took a big lead last night. It was like eight to two, I think. And then, then they just came back and they just creep, kept creeping back. They never gave up. And that's, you know, I told the guys, listen, you cannot just sit back on your heels. If you're going to win this, you have to keep going at it because they're going to keep bringing it. Um, you know, number nine, solid. He had a couple nice goals last night. Uh, I think uh, the other attackmen too. They, I mean, they, they have some really nice players that do some nice things. And, you know, they scored some nice goals, and their goalie played pretty well. Uh, he made some really nice saves, uh, three or four doorsteps. I mean, we couldn't – you know, we didn't finish, but, hey, that's – you got to beat the goalie. And then he made some great saves, and then your clearing game was pretty solid. You know, it was it was, it was was a great game overall. I, you know, we came out on top 11-7, but at the same time, it's great to play Oakham's because I know every other year it's going to be back and forth. We're probably 50-50 against each other, except when he was at Holt. He still whooped my butt, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he used to coach a Holt. He would. I remember going out there playing with Northville, and I'm like, oh yeah, he would. He would beat me. But you know, Mike's a great coach. He does a great job with his, and and the kids love him. So, and they, you know, the, the whole crow thing. I I love that now, Mike. We we, we had a great. Yeah, I got to hear about time. this. So I'll let Mike bring that up. But it, it's a great thing. So. All right. So two things you got to tell us about Crow, and 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 what was your takeaway watching Orchard Lake St. Mary's? Well, like like Greg said, you know, it's I, I love this week of lacrosse for, for my team was great. We got to play Rockford. We got to play St. Mary's. We have our first playoff game in about an hour and 45 minutes. But for me personally, like going to Rockford, Mike DeWitt's a great guy coming down to Orchard Lake. I get to see Greg and Brian. And, you know, to me, lacrosse is, is fun that way when you get along with the guys that you're you're going against. You know, there's there's enough of the animosity of, of – sometimes kids against kids and they try to get all macho and stuff. And, and, and really it's just a great game where, you know, everybody should be get, getting along and coming together and you go out and you battle and then it, you know, it's over. And, and so getting a chance to do that against guys that I respect and like is, is just a great opportunity. Um, so I loved it. And his team, I mean, they were, they were fast. They moved the ball. Some of the goals I was watching them today on film and just their ball movement was, was fantastic. Um, tough on defense. They were sliding really early. We didn't even have a chance sometimes to get our hands free to, to make a feed. And so they were just impressive with their team speed. So they did a great job last night. Um, it was fun. All right. I got to hear about the crow. Coach Durham was yeah. like, we have to ask so, about the crow. So I, I talked to Mike and, he, and he, he's like, yeah, a couple years ago, my guys – they just came up with this fake crow in a cage and they put it at the 50 and they warm up with this. It's like their team mascot. Is that what you would call it? Or, yeah. yeah like, it's, so I go, do we get to play for the crow? Cause yeah. I like it. Right. So yeah, it was, it was two years ago. So we joked yesterday was the crow's birthday because it, it showed up when we came down and played at orchard Lake two years ago. Um, and I didn't know anything about it. We, you know, two years ago, so we, we started off pretty slow and we were just kind of figuring out roles for different kids on the team. And we went down and ha we played really well against them two years ago and, and had a good win. And out of that, all of a sudden, every picture has got this crow in it with the kids and they're putting it on all their social media. And come the end of the season, I, they, it just showed up. So everything, every time you know, we're in the locker room. There's the crow. There's the crow. And I thought a different kid had started it. So at our end of the season banquet, I'm talking about this one kid and I'm like, you know, he got the crow going and everything. And the kids looked at me like I was crazy. Turns out it was a different guy who just 
he brought the crow out and and so it's kind of their thing they they after every win they give out a crow of the game and uh you know so it's it's what i love about it is that it's a hundred percent theirs that's awesome like i don't you know it's just a a thing that they made into their tradition and, and i think that's super cool for them great stuff well, I know you got you got to get out there in a minute. Who do you got? Uh, tell tell us about the, the slate. So our, our region, we start off tonight with Ypsilanti Lincoln. So they're, uh, you know, the the way we see it, sometimes the, these first round games are a little lopsided, but um, a program I've I've never seen before. So looking forward to getting a chance to to meet their coach and and see them. We appreciate them coming up and. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, and and then it, we'll we'll play Divine Child next week. Who uh, again, another team I've never played before. Uh, they've got a kid I coached in summer uh, last two years, so I'll get a chance to see him and a super kid. So that's great, and um, then hopefully we we got a good chance at at uh, winning a regional title. So I'm excited about that for the kids, and and should be a nice week and a half here coming up. Well, good luck to you, no doubt about it. We appreciate you taking the time again. You're hitting the field in about an hour and 15 minutes from now, so really appreciate you taking the time and joining us here on Faceoff, Coach. Yeah, Mike, make sure you're wearing a hat, get some sunscreen on, get out there. I don't want you to get right. burned up too, buddy, and then uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you soon, man. All right? Okay. Appreciate Thanks it, lot, guys. Buddy. Yeah, definitely. All right. Good luck tonight. Right. Coach Van Antwerp Thanks. kindly joining us here on the Michigan Faceoff podcast on lacrosse. State Champs Michigan's Faceoff podcast is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself to one of two dozen varsity-level sports at Lawrence Tech, including men's and women's lacrosse. Simply log on to ltuathletics.com and click the Recruit Yourself link. Uh, you know, Coach, it's interesting because as he was talking about what this week was like for him, I couldn't help but think about what this week was like for you. You had the big game last Saturday against Brother Rice, who by all accounts are really coming together. Huh? Oh, yeah. They're the, they're the best team in the state right now, and there's no doubt. Um, it's a huge difference from the first time we played them a month earlier to then. And, when you know, and here's the deal. Like, Ajay has done a great job. You know, Paul or yeah, Paul Cosgrove, who's our offensive coordinator. Like, I haven't seen them move the ball that well in a long time. Like, they looked like they've been practicing and playing for a year. And and they just moved, and that's the way it should be with Rice. They look flawless. They are hustling every ground ball, every GB. We got just dominated on. And it was we didn't even control the ball. I don't think we had the ball in the first quarter. Um their faceoff guy won almost every faceoff, if not every. Uh, I think we might have went like we won two out of twenty or something like that. It was bad. Uh, they just they were dominant. That's all I can say. They were absolute dominant. But it was great to be there. We were you know we we're in the we we're in the we we're in the Catholic final, which is great because we haven't been there, and that was that was a huge thing for the boys. And I told me I'm proud of you. You're here. Rice is great. It's all it is to it. We won't see them again because they're in Division One. We're mm-hmm. Division Two. And I go, now we just got to get it ready for a stretch in the playoffs. And we go, we still had Okemos. Okemos is a good team. We came out. We played pretty well. But, you know, the thing I told the boys this, and I, I keep telling my coaches this, I know this is COVID year. And the one thing is, is that we sometimes take mental lapses in games. Like last night, we were up 8-2, to 8-3. to three. They came back a little bit. We have to, sometimes when we play well, we have to continue to play well for four quarters. It's not just going to be – one or two quarters. It's got to be four. It's got to be four quarters in order to win games. And I go, when you play against better teams down the line, 
And I'm not saying Okemos is bad because they're pretty darn good. But what I'm saying is that when you play against Forest Hill Central, when you play against the, uh, the um, we could play against them. We could play against uh, Forest Hills Eastern, who's going to be solid. We're going to we could possibly if we get to the final. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if we get there, you know, it could be East Grand Rapids. It could be um, Country Day. They're all good teams. We have to if we're going to beat those teams, we have to play for four quarters. You can't take a quarter off, and that happens so much with these high school because they're kids. Sure. You know? Absolutely. And they're going through a lot. And when I killed myself last night when I got home. I said, you know what? I told I talked to the boys and I said, you just got to play four quarters of our ball. Like the way we taught you to te- taught you to play. If you do that, we're going to be pretty successful. And so they really, you know, I think they're completely buying in. Love the boys. They're a fantastic group. Um, we're, I'm very blessed with the kids I have. I mean, they're awesome kids. Uh, I have great coaching staff. But, you know, sometimes they just play bad. And, you know, the Heat had a little bit to do with it, too. I'm not going to make excuses for my guys because they know that when they step on the field, what they're expected to do. And that's just the bottom line. You have to hold those expectations because if you don't, you're, you're doing a disservice, you know. So do you do you buy into the teachable moment things? Oh, yeah. Are there things to learn from that Rice game? Hey, look, guys, we've come so far. But there's another level that we have to right. get to here in Division no, Two. No, it's just one of those things that you just have to – you want to be them. You want to be as good as them. But one thing that I know that we didn't – that we did is that we actually fought hard. It's not like we backed down to them. Sure. It's Brother Ice. You can't look at their jersey, the black and orange, and say, um, that's it. We're not going to win this game. You can't do that. You have to step on the field and be a competitor. And that's part of being in the Catholic League too because every game in the Catholic League is pretty competitive. Sure. You know? Um, but also our non-conference is awesome. I mean, we get, like my last se- game of the season, Okemos. We played e- East Grand Rapids. We played, you know, uh, uh, Country Day. We played CC twice. I, it just we went through a gauntlet and we had some fun doing it. We won some games. We lost some games. We're just but now it's playoff time, so it's all a new season. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was just thinking about that today. I mean, it's just a couple weeks from now, out in Howell and everything. It's like. Wow. I mean, if, if I feel that way, I can't imagine what you guys feel like. Even in a year like this, there's still got to be that party that goes, really? It's creeping up that quickly. Well, what I, I keep telling myself, we have three weeks. Yeah. And we could have three weeks. Yeah. I mean, we, sure. you, you could, if you go to the final, it's three weeks, right? But is it the 12th? It's the 12th, yeah. right. So, you know, I think about this, like, okay, we got a game tomorrow, 10 a.m. We play our first round of the playoffs, like Mike's playing tonight. Um, it's against uh, Bay City Central. I don't know anything about them. I know that they're struggling. I know they're not, you know, they're a newer program. You know, it, I mean, I'm not overlooking them at all, but we just have to play the game and get it done, right? Move on. If we win that game, then we play, I'm not even sure who we play next, to be honest with you. I don't care who it is. We just have to be prepared and play them. Ment- the thing is, is we cannot have mental lapses. And one of the things in, in our division, Division Two, is there's a lot of teams that don't have as much experience as an Orchard Lake St. Mary's or as a Country Day or a Forest Hill Central. We've been around for a while, and these teams haven't. But for them, they have the opportunity to play a team that has experience and see what lacrosse is like. That actually helps them and build their program. So I don't mind playing them. I like playing these teams. You know, I tell the coaches after each game, hey, if you need something from me, you want me to come help and bring some of my guys up? We'll do that. I mean, because we want to give back to the community. We want to give back to lacrosse. Because lacrosse, I mean, to my opinion, it's the greatest game ever. But you got to—you always have to keep giving back because you never know when you're not going to be able to play anymore, right? So that's a big thing. So, 
By the way, Faceoff is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA needs officials. Great part-time pay. Stay connected to the game. Support the kids and give back. Help wanted. Just whistle. Go to MHSAA.com slash officials. It's interesting. Talking to Coach Van Twerp, and you just mentioned another place, and I think we've mentioned Cast Tech before, and right. even an area that, uh, all right, newsflash, he and I are both Livonia guys. Um, it's wonderful to see lacrosse in places that you're not used to see. Ypsilanti. You know, you mentioned Ypsilanti. Lincoln. I mean, Ypsilanti, Lincoln. Now, that's great. You know what? They've been, that program's been as long around as long as Northville. So when I was coaching in Northville, we would play Ipsy Lincoln. Sure. They've been there forever, which, wow. Like I said, I played Arbor Prep a couple years ago in the playoffs. Arbor Prep. Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay has Love a team. It. You know, I mean, it's just a lot of little pockets. And then we talked about the Traverse City teams. You know, you, you talk about Ovid LC. We talked about that several times. These are teams that you would just not even think of that are actually able to cross, right? Um, and then you go to the west side of the state. You got Caledonia. You have Zeeland. You have all these other little Byron, Byron uh, Center. Yeah. I mean, really? Like right out near Muskegon, right? So it's like, wow. I mean, Byron Center. I always, every time I went to Muskegon, I'm like that Byron Center. That's you know that's that's Byron Center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that? Like that's you see lacrosse goals out. There. I would see lacrosse goals by the high school field. I'm like, oh my god, it's just so surreal when you see that. Like even like Grand Haven. You know, I have a good friend who coaches out there. Grand Haven's got it. You know, had the team. Um, it's just it's awesome. It's the growth of the game is getting there. It's not where it needs to be yet. We're still building it. But like I said, hopefully we keep building it and getting better and better um, as we go. But it's going to take some time. Hey, like I said, even in our old uh, neck of the, yeah. the the state, you know, uh, Livonia, it was few and far between. It's really picking up out in Livonia. It's only a couple years old, the, the high school program, yep. right? So, you know, minus the COVID year, um, you know, obviously the boys program is is, is doing okay. I, I saw some of their scores. I know some of the kids on the team. Um, it's 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 nice to see. It's like right in you know they practice right down the street at the old Bentley High School, I yeah. think, um, where I grew up, right behind there, um, which is a rec center now, um, which is great. I mean, but I never saw that when I lived over there. Never. You know I mean? No, I mean, at the time when I was in high school, there was only seven, eight teams in the whole state that had that had programs. Um, but Livonia's great, and then the girls program. Like my daughter's playing girls across. I mean, she likes it. She's having fun. It's a great game. It's, girls are much different. But it's still a great game, and like I said, it, the growth of the sport for both boys and girls is is great. Yeah, I don't ever want to forget the girls because I can tell you what my my daughter, when her older brother started playing, that was something she was into. Right. There's a lot of classes. There are a lot of instructors out there. There are people that are like literally teaching, introducing people to this great game, and 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 kids are moving on with it. Yeah, and I mean, girls, it's the fastest growing sport in America. Girls lacrosse is the fastest mm. growing sport in America. And yeah, it's it's great, you know, and and there's so many opportunities for kids to go play in college and get a little bit of money to go play. You know, like I said, NAIA, all these new NAIA teams are having all this lacrosse. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. Hey, before we talk about the tournament, just a couple uh, yeah. more bits of business. The Detroit Medical Center's physical therapy and sports medicine pros check out. Our Game Changer segments with helpful injury prevention and recovery tips. Find them on our State Champs YouTube page, our website, statechampsnetwork.com, or on the State Champs Michigan social media pages. And for immediate access to care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. And finally, the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female High School Athlete of the Year Awards. The state's elite athletes will be honored 
with a red carpet gala on Monday, June 14th at the incredible DAC in downtown Detroit. State champs will be streaming the event live. You can see this year's nominees by heading over to DACAthleteoftheyear.com. Best time of the year. Uh, a lot of you guys, I mean, like you mentioned, you had two playoff-type games this week. But uh, right. uh, sum it up. Division One, Division Two. this is going to be awesome. Yeah, Division One. Um, you know, I think, I mean, Heartland's good. I've, I've seen them play on film. I haven't seen them live. I think Heartland will be right there. Brighton might have something to say about that. In the regional final, I think they'll both meet. You know, Clarkson's got to be that sleeper. Brian's doing a good job over there. Um, Rockford's going to be there. Um, those are the big Division One and CC. You know, CC they should be able to win their region and be be uh, be respectable. Um, I know they struggle a little bit. They lost last night to Forest Hill Central. Uh, Forest Hill Central's good though. I mean, yeah. they're they're all good. Like all these teams are good. Rice, I, I just don't. I, honestly, I just don't see anybody beating them. I mean, I just the way I watched them play against us and it was like, wow. That that's that's where we all aspire to be. And and they've done a good job. They turned it around. They've got some guys healthy, and they're doing a great job. Division two is a like little a, more wide open. It's a little bit wild, wild west. Yeah. Um, you know, I think all the top seeds um, should get through um, for their for the re, for each region. Uh, but the quarterfinals will be outstanding. I mean, if we win our region and four Sills Eastern wins their region, that's a five four battle. That'll be a great game. I mean, that should be a very close one goal game. Two good teams. Um, it, it should be a great game. Uh, it, you know, East Grand Rapids, I'm not going sure what's going on with them right now, but we'll see how they finish. They're going to have to eventually probably play Country Day. Um, and then the winner of our game will probably have to either play. Well, Okemos don't count Okemos out either because Okemos will probably have to play, I think they'll play Country Day. Okay. Which will be good because I know Mike knows those guys. Um, and then uh, you think about this, Forest Hill Central will probably play Traverse City, Francis, St. Francis, I think, is in there. I can't remember exactly. I know it's a Traverse City team. And then Forest Hill Central will have to play the winner of Austin Eastern in the semifinal if we get to that point. But it's like, you know, anybody can beat anybody any day. I already said this. And the one thing that I said about our team, we can beat the best and we can lose to the worst. And that's just one of those things. It's one of those years. And I think a lot of teams are like that. They're going to have their good and bad days. And hopefully we can have a good day when we play some of these good teams. So. But that's about it. I think that's where it's going to be. I won't really have an, uh, more updated until the next time. Well, probably probably two weeks from now. I mean, next week we'll talk, but the, from two weeks from now is when we'll sign it. We'll kind of get the good picture of what's going on at the playoffs because yeah. regionals will be done. Well, good luck to you tomorrow. Yeah, thank I, you. I appreciate you guys, it. You guys drop it tomorrow, and certainly good luck to Okemos tonight. Yep. We had Coach Van Antwerp on. That was awesome. That's all the time we've got uh, tonight. As always, we appreciate our pal Kevin, uh, who is also putting up with this heat. Uh, the only smart guy in this room is Coach Durham. Coach Durham walked in with the water, and I've been staring at that water for about <laughs> 29 minutes. So we're going to take a break, and I'm going to go find my own water. But, uh, Coach, always a pleasure, and we'll talk to you next week right here on State Champs Face Off Podcast.